We've got a whole bunch of folks inside the studio. Andrew Giuliani invited him back today. He'll be here Tuesday, too, for Election Day. He's always fantastic. Corey Zelnick to my left, running the marathon on Sunday. And uh, my man to my right, the countdown has started, Curtis Lewa. And when I say the countdown has started, you're a smart guy. What exactly am I talking about, Curtis? Let's hear uh, guess. Let me tell you something. Yeah. What, you forget me, uh, Sid, here? What? I'm a person of no consequences. What do you mean? All of a sudden, you forgot me last week, this week. (laughs) No, no, no. I warned you. I warned you. I said, this guy's going to drive you to Michael's, remember, on Avenue R, for your sit-down with Eric Adams. Who did I say was going to drive you, right? A guy who had to resign yesterday, Eric Ulrich. Oh, God, don't. He's my friend, Eric. Leave him alone. Uh, By the way, the countdown is six days to exactly what you're talking about. That's the countdown I'm talking about. Six days to the big dinner with Mayor Eric Adams. Uh, The Eric Ulrich story, look, I I hope it goes okay for him. I happen to like him. He happens to be a very, very nice guy. Know his girlfriend, too. And um, I wish him the best. What can I say? I don't know enough about the story. What do I care? Let me give you advice. Yeah. Don't have any conversations with him. <laughs> he had a two-hour sit-down with the DA. He yeah. came out. He's wired up like a Christmas tree. Do yourself a solid. <laughs> and don't go to Aldo's with him. Go uh, to New Park Pizzeria. To Stay away from Aldo's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, that's an unfortunate story. And, again, I wish him the best of luck. But it does seem like he may be in a bit of don't trouble. Don't talk now. to him. Sit. Yeah. Not on the phone. But, but, but not does, that, does that go back to your friend, uh, Mayor Eric Adams, in terms of his vetting? When he's got people working for him, does he need to do a better job? I mean, how did nobody know about this? Is my well, point. they knew it, but it's all about the money. Remember, Eric, uh, Eric Oldridge, a Eric uh, Adams Republican, raised a million dollars from builders and guys in the construction business for him. So the quid pro quo is if Eric can raise that money for your campaign, he becomes building commissioner. This guy can't even screw in a light bulb. Oh, God. How does he know about buildings? <laughs> Plus, you know, he's mobbed up, right? He owes all these gambling debts to the Bananos and Gambinos. And you appoint him buildings commissioner, which means all these wise guys come in and say, Hey, Eric, uh, don't worry about the VIG. Uh, you know, I got this new building going up. You're going you're gonna to forget all the licensing procedures, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean it's look, like putting a fox in a chicken coop. <laughs> look, Eric Ulrich's side, when you see the story, uh, like we saw yesterday, and, and, and uh, Andrew made the point that his beautiful wife, Z, takes his daughter, Grace, there all the time. My wife, Danielle, has run that route, Curtis, I swear to you, a hundred times, maybe 500 over the last six years, down there by the, the river, in, on Hudson River. And uh, now they, they get this guy. He raped a girl a couple of days ago. It turns out he's a serial rapist. He's done it time and time again, which is always the case lately with these criminals. It's never a first-time deal. They've always got a long rap sheet. That is something that I'd rather you attack Eric Adams on today than uh, than Eric Ulrich. I mean, that, that's the real problem. Well, right? no, I'm, I'm going to spare Eric Adams because it's all about uh, Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb here. Remember, it's Hope versus Hochul. Our hopes are all with Lee Zeldin because if he becomes governor, we know that's all going to change. And it all starts with the no cash bail and all the other provisions, you know, parole now has been almost liquidated. So if you're out on parole, you have no supervision. You don't have to report to your parole officers. If you violate, they don't send you back up. A lot of people don't talk about that. That was one of the procedures she signed when she replaced uh, Andrew Cuomo. So now you're a parole officer. You're impotent also, like our police in the streets. You can't do anything. So if somebody is violating, normally you would send them back up to rep. Can't do that anymore. So they know they can act with impunity. They know they got us by the short hairs. And they can go out and commit crime again and again and again. So I'll get to Eric Adams after November 8th. My total focus today 
is Hope versus Hoko. I'm going to be where? Flushing today, 3.30. Remember, I won the Asian-American, Chinese-American vote. Yes, you did. Zeldin will be there, and I'm going to urge all those folks who voted for me against Eric Adams, to, uh, they got to come out even stronger because Lee Zeldin needs to do better in the city uh, for him to become the next governor of the state of New York. You know what I've noticed about Hoko the last week? She's kind of waffled back and forth between acknowledging the crime is a problem and saying she's done something about it, which she hasn't, to then actually saying, well, no, this is actually a figment of your imagination. This is a conspiracy theory. To back to acknowledging <laughs> the crime is, is a problem, but the data is not out yet, uh, but saying that she is actually somebody who thinks about it every single day. So to me, it seems like she has two totally different explanations for this. One, this is a conspiracy theory that this actually doesn't exist. It's in our mind. But two, that she is acknowledging that it is a problem and the data is not out, even though she thinks about it everybody every day. Uh, is has there been anything that anybody can look at from a crime perspective and say that she has any plan whatsoever with regards to actually curbing crime, not just in the city, but all across the state? Well, yeah, if you go in and you vandalize the new Buffalo Stadium that she subsidized, <laughs> if you go in and you vandalize the Bills Stadium, you're going to get capital punishment. And, you know, we make fun of that downstate here, but that may be her route to victory. Remember, Erie County Buffalo's 15% of the vote. Pataki beat Mario Cuomo there. That's how he became governor. Yeah, but Zeldin's not going to beat her there. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's yeah, her, but that's it's, her home it's, base. It's, uh, yeah, it's dependent the percentage. If he does fairly well, well he give becomes me a the governor. Give me a number. Uh, he's got to, uh, she's got to beat him by a little, about 5%. Okay. And then he's a player. Is that realistic? Uh, yes, it is. It's okay. very realistic. But the whole point is, we keep bashing them for the pay-for-play for the new Buffalo Bills Stadium. They love the Buffalo Bills up there. They don't have anything else. That's true. Uh, and they're I, on their way possibly to the Super Bowl. Here's what you got. You got the Bills. You're right. They may be the best team in the National Football League. You got wings. They love their wings. And they got a lot of fat girls, Curtis. I mean fat. I mean fat, really fat. Fat bottom girls. <laughs> 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 they make the rock and roll go around. But I'll tell you what. Looking at the polling at this, they do not like the stadium deal in Buffalo. Now, it's two different things, right? Not liking the stadium deal and making sure the Buffalo Bills stay there's obviously a very big difference in popularity, but that, but, but that stadium for deal a second, is not popular. They were never leaving. They weren't so, leaving. No, that's a false I, equivalency that Kathy Hochul put up there right. in, order to make, in order to allow the giveaway to happen. Well, like that's that. the point. See, if they were leaving and they put their feet to the fire, so she has no choice. To uh, excuse point, me. They were never leaving. Excuse me, Junior. See, you guys weren't even born. <laughs> the Baltimore Colts. They're never leaving Baltimore. The 18-wheel tractor trailers came in overnight. <laughs> Next stop, it Indianapolis. Different. You remember that. Art Modell, of course. I remember it well. But this team is not leaving. Again, to Andrew's point, if they put their feet to the fire, so she had to take a really bad deal to make sure they stayed, I would understand that. But there was no urgency. They're never leaving. She did this deal to make money. That's right, the bottom line. She's, she's, also, she's also the sugar mama up there. She's doled out money to all those little towns, villages, She's their hometown girl. Remember, she looks out her window. She can see Canada, according to her. <laughs> I can see Canada. I can see Ontario. <laughs> so she she's she's brought the bacon there. 
But so you got to understand that's fifteen percent of the vote. If she does very well there, it makes it tough for Zelda. So what do you think? I know you'll be with Lee today. Andrew's got a full day of events with Lee tomorrow. I certainly have done my fair share to help out Lee, putting him on the number one rated show in New York Weekly now for the better part of two and a half months. So we've all done our part here, and Corey's going to vote for Lee. So you're good, Zelda. Um, <laughs> well, what do you think? What do you think really happens on Tuesday? Honestly, a gun to the head right now. The real Curtis Lee were prediction. You know the city better than anybody. If uh, African Americans, no whips. No Give me who wins. Right. Who wins? Right now, I feel Zeldin. But it's all about black hats versus African Americans. If the black hats come out and vote for Lee Zeldin in mass because they're a black vote, uh, a block vote, uh, I'm talking about the Hasidic and yeah. Orthodox. It could supersede the African American West Indian Caribbean vote that is not that excited at this point about Hochul. Uh, that's what she needs to win. She'll win the female vote. Zeldin will win the male vote statewide. It's dependent on who ends up showing up more. Remember, there are more women who vote than men. So you got a real toss-up here. You got a toss-up. I got. I got. I got to tell you, there's a lot of black hats in the real estate community that I, that I live and work in, and and I, what I've seen in my Instagram and my feed and everything like that, Lee's going to get a lot of that vote. He's going to get a lot of that vote. I, I have no science, but from what I see and what I hear and what they've put together in the real estate community lately. He's going to get a lot of that vote. Nah, nah, nah. Have you been up to Curious Joel Orange County? She just <laughs> dropped like $95 million okay. on them for That's capital okay. improvements. I guarantee you everyone there is voting <laughs> for Kathy Hoke. Well, all the, da- the downstate black Oh, the downstate. Okay, <laughs> Brooklyn. We're talking yeah, exactly. Brooklyn. <laughs> so one of the major stories last night with this uh, clown David Muir, who I do watch. I watch him because he's a little less of a clown than Lester Holt and more O'Donnell, but he's still a clown. One of the major stories they covered last night, guys, was the violence that they're fearing at the ballot centers, at the voting centers. they got people now that show up for work every day with bulletproof vests because they're afraid that, not Democrats, Republicans, people like Andrew Giuliani, Sid Rosenberg, are going to show up and cause violence at the ballot, which is ridiculous. But with that said, has there been anybody reaching out to you? Will the guardian angels be at some of these ballot centers to make sure there's no violence? Uh, and, of course, you've got the marathon, too, Sunday. But is that becoming something you guys are talking about? Unless they put ballot centers in the subways. Because that's what <laughs> people want us to do. Patrol the subways. Patrol the subways. There's nobody in our area talking about that. They're talking about, i got to ride the subway to work, please. Could you send some guardian angels? I spent an hour the other night with a crazy man. I was coming down from the Bronx supporting Republicans. I had to meet uh, Nancy over in the Upper East Side. I spent an hour cornering an emotionally disturbed person right underneath Hunter College at 68th of Lexington. They were calling 911. Nothing. Bupkis, who gods? They never showed up for now. I had this guy boxing. This guy was a maniac. And I kept telling the modem and conductors, you think you want to get the cops down here? Because him and me were going in the tracks. The 19th precinct is around the corner. Nah, they could have walked, they, they, they well, walked where over. Where are all these cops? I know. Where? where? It's like a mirage. It's like camouflage. I don't, I'm in the subways every day. I don't see all they're these not cops. There. No, they're, they're not going to the uh, subways. They're going home. 4,000 more just, um, just actually uh, announced their retirement. Uh, oh, uh, Pete Morgan makes a good point. It was Robert Ursay. He was the owner, not Modell, when the um, when the Colts moved, which he talked about. Modell was from Brooklyn. You yeah. know, he's from Brooklyn. I boy. know that. Well, Mitchell is his nephew. Yes. The great Mitchell Modell. That's right. A good friend of, of yours and mine. Uh, in the end now, if uh, if Kyrie Irving comes back to play for the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> <laughs> All the Jews will be there. Without Jews at Madison Square Garden like you, Corey, and at Barclays Center, there'll be like 20% no, right. of the seats filled. But if he comes back and he...
he is looking for some type of, uh, like a bodyguard, if you will, somebody yes, to yes. protect him yes. when he leaves the Barclays Center on Floppish Avenue. Would uh, you and the Guardian Angels be willing to help protect Well, Kyrie I have Irving? a feeling before the games, this is what's going to happen. Right there on Atlantic <laughs> Avenue, you're going to have Nick Cannon. Uh, you're going to have Kyrie Irving, and you're going to have Kanye, and they're going to be dressed in that black Hebrew Israelite car, screaming at you, Corey, you white devil, you're not a real Jew, you're, you're a fake, a forget hey, Jew. Nick, Nick Cannon's making another child. He's just having 11, so he's not going to be there. Does, Nick that, does that guy believe in condoms? No, he's got 11. That's number 11. He's had his 11th. 11, yeah, he's going number 11. He's got Sean Kemp. Wait, wait, you notice, he gave 500000 originally to the ADL. What's wrong with your people? People taking that money. That feeds the stereotype. I like, know. Oh, you give Jews money and the problem goes away. And look at this guy. He stabbed him right in the back. I know. And he I apologizes know. this morning. Are they going to let him play? Are they going to let him play? Listen, he should never play a game in Brooklyn you ever know, again. The commission is one of your tribe, right? He should impale himself with a menorah. <laughs> so he should take the menorah and impale himself. <laughs> And you know there are a lot of other black ball players out there oh who God. feel exactly like he does in Kanye and Nick Cannon. Of course, yeah. LeBron James is one of those guys. Anyway, uh, brilliant again this morning. And you can check out Curtis noon every day on the station, all weekend long. He is, you know, Chris Russo, my good friend, the Mad Dog, and Susan Waldman were just inducted in Chicago two days ago yes. to the Radio Hall of Fame. When is your day coming? You belong there. Uh, the Radio does. Hall of Shame, did you say? Yeah, you, you belong in the Hall of Fame. I'm being serious. You're that good. Yeah, so but, where, but where? where? Where is the Radio Hall of Fame? Chicago. Chi-Town. Are you kidding? The black gangster disciples want to kill me. So you want me to go there, accept an award so they can finally shoot me in the head. You see, that's a real power. Sid Rosenberg setting me up. You see, you know what he says? He's Mo Green. He's Mo Green here at WABC. Right. He's, he's not stupid. By the way, I did hear that uh, when you do make it to the Hall of Fame, that yes. the man presenting you on stage that day will be Gotti Jr. Uh, <laughs> and Frank Morano, my introduction for 25 minutes. Thank you, Curtis. That was Thank great. You.